Super Fudge by Jude Bloom. Chapter 9. Super Fudge. Fudge has a friend. His name is Daniel. He's pudgy with a lot of red hair and ears that stick out more than mine. The first time I saw him, he was standing in front of Uncle Feather's cage, lecturing to Fudge. Minus birds are native to India and other parts of Asia. The common house mina is a bold, feathered bird, somewhat larger than a robin. Robin! Robin! Uncle Feather repeated. Shut up and listen, Fudge told Uncle Feather. Don't you want to learn about yourself? Daniel continued. The minor is a noisy, sociable bird. I'll say, I said from the doorway, I'd been listening. Daniel turned around and stared at me. Who are you? He asked me. Peter, Fudge's older brother. Who are you? Daniel Manhattan. I'm six. I live at 432 Vine Street. You want to make something of it? He delivered the last sentence in a tough guy voice, so that it came sound like, you wanna make something of it? Not especially, I told him, try not to laugh. Daniel turned it back to Uncle Feather. Many mana birds learn to imitate the human voice. They can talk, sing, and whistle. The common house mina is genus Acridotherus species Aethrythus. Daniel is a bird expert. So I see, Fudge. Do you want to hear about the vulture some other time? Daniel came for lunch on Saturday. Would you like peanut butter or tuna fish? Mom asked him. Tuna fish. Would you want to make something of it? No, Mom said, looking surprised at Daniel's tough guy line. Tuna fish will be just fine. Where is the TV? I always watch TV while I'm eating. It's in the living room. You don't have a TV in the kitchen. No, we don't, my mom said. I feel sorry for you. I guess I'll have my lunch in the living room. We don't watch TV while we are eating. So, why don't you sit down and wait until lunch is ready? I won't have much of an appetite without the TV. If you are not hungry, you don't have to eat. TV shouldn't have anything to do with it. 
I was thinking that it wouldn't hurt the kid to skip a couple of meals anyway. I watched Nickelodeon and the Cartoon Network and all the commercials. I never miss the commercials. They are all my favorites. My father used to write commercials, but now he's writing a book. One time I was in a commercial. I rode a taller bike. No, you didn't, Daniel said. I did too, Fudge told him. I don't believe you, Daniel said. Bum brought the tuna fish sandwiches and two glasses of milk to the table. I don't eat anything with onions. I don't eat lima beans or peas. I only drink chocolate milk and cut the crust of my bread. There are no onions, lima beans or peas in the tuna fish. I knew from her voice she was about ready to tell Daniel exactly what he could do with his lunch if he didn't like it. But she walked back to the pantry and brought out the choco. You can put in as much as you like, she said, as she cut the crust of Daniel's sandwich. There, now you should be all set, Mom said to him. Wasn't I in a commercial, Mommy? Yes, Fudge was in the toddle by commercial. See, I told you. Did you get paid? I don't know. Did I get paid, Mommy? I wasn't there, Fudge. Remember? I was visiting Aunt Linda and the baby in Boston. Oh, that's right. Did I get paid, Peter? Uh, you got all the Oreos you could eat. I got Oreos. I hate Oreos. On the same day that Daniel was eating his tuna fish sandwich without onions, peas, lima beans or crust, Tootsie learned it to crawl. One minute she was just rocking back and forth on all fours, and the next minute she was moving across the floor. Mom ran to get dead, and he raced upstairs for the camera. And for the rest of the day, we took home movies. Tootsie was the star. Only Danny was unimpressed. Oh, babies crawl. After a week of crawling, Tootsie became an expert. She could move so fast it was hard to keep up with her. Not only that, but she learned to pull herself up to a standing position. You couldn't leave anything around anymore. Whatever she found went straight into her mouth. And she found everything, from crayons to spools of thread, from Lego toys to Dad's notebook. She chewed up three pages of his notes. One afternoon, and it took Dad all night to try to glue them back together. Mom and Dad decided to baby-proof the house. They removed everything that Tootsie could possibly reach. Tootsie was very pleased with herself. She said, Turtle learned to crawl too. He'd move it across the floor, flat on his belly, and Tootsie would chase him laughing. Turtle and Tootsie were friends. 
I kept the door to my room closed at all times. I wasn't taking any chances. Dad put up a gate at the top of the stairs and another at the bottom. You had to be careful not to step on Tootsie. She was almost always underfoot. Put her in the playpen, Fudge wailed one day after she got into his legos and scattered them. She needs the freedom to explore, Dad explained. Well, too bad if she gets in my way. She'll just have to learn that I'm her big brother. And clunch, he stepped on her arm and Tootsie screamed. The following Saturday, Jimmy Fargo came to visit. Wow, I can't believe how much the baby's grown, he said when he saw Tootsie racing across the living room floor. When you moved, she was about the same size as my cat, and now she's a regular baby. Tootsie said, pulling herself up on my legs. What's she saying? Nothing. Just baby talk. I told him. Jimmy was even more impressed with Uncle Feather than with Tootsie. Wow, that's some bird. He speaks French. Say bonjour. Bonjour, birdie. Bonjour, stupid. I laughed. Jimmy didn't. Hey, turkey brain. My name is Jimmy. Can you say that? Jimmy. Say that. Say that. No, Dumbo. It's Jimmy. Dumbo Jimmy. Dumbo Jimmy. No, it's just plain Jimmy. Plain Jimmy. Plain Jimmy. Ah. I give up, your turkey brain. Turkey, turkey, Jimmy turkey. Stop it. Stop it, stop it. Ah, oh, I quit. Quit, quit, quit. Oh, some bird. Jim finally laughed. Alex came over to meet Jimmy. He said, so you were the great Jimmy Fargo. Who said I was great? Well, the way Peter's always talking about you. Yeah, we, well, the way he's always talking about you, I figure you must be the great Alex Santo. I am. Well, then I'm the great Jimmy Fargo. After that, it was downhill all the way. It's hard to be caught in the middle between your two best friends. I think mom knew I was having a hard time because she said, How would you boys like to go to the movie this afternoon? What's playing? Superman. I already saw it. So did I. But I wouldn't mind seeing it again, Mom. I saw it twice. I never saw it once. It was better 
the second time. And I will bet it will be still better the third time. Okay, I'll go. Wonderful. The three of you can take Fudge and Daniel. I had a quick conference with Alex and Jimmy. I don't care if Fudge comes with us, as long as I don't have to sit next to him. Same for me. I won't sit next to the other one either. The other one is a nerd. Same for me. I went back to mom. Okay, we'll take them, but we won't sit next to them. That's reasonable, Peter. It's a deal. I told Alex and Jimmy. We walked into town. We were too early to buy tickets, so we showed Jimmy his father's painting in the window of the gallery. I dressed up as Anita's anger for Halloween. My costume was outstanding, if I say so myself. You don't think you're too great, do you? I'm just telling the truth. I can't believe this guy, Jimmy whispered to me. He's usually not like this, I whispered back. I never should have gotten the two of them together, I thought. They really couldn't stand each other, and they were making me miserable. Hey, let's go in and introduce Jimmy to Beverly. Beverly greeted us. Well, if it isn't Alex and Peter and Fudge. And Daniel Mayhem. I'm six. I live at 432 Vine. Glad to meet you, Daniel. And this is Jimmy Fargo. You know, Fargo. Oh, Frankson. That's right. I just love your father's paintings. They are so original. He's working on a new one. It's called Salamis on Parade. Sounds fascinating. My father likes salami. Salami and onion sandwiches are his favorite. I don't eat anything with onions, Daniel said. We know, I said to him. Salami and onions. My father could just about live on salami and onions. I bet he doesn't do much kissing, Beverly laughed. That's right. My mother's the one who likes kissing. That's why she moved to Vermont. Well, I'd certainly like to meet your father someday. Maybe we can arrange that. I said, thinking that Beverly and Mr. Fargo might really like each other. And Jimmy must have been thinking the same because he said he doesn't eat salami and onions every day on Sundays. He likes locks and eggs. I don't eat anything with onions or lima beans or peas, 
I hate crust on my bread, and I only drink chocolate milk. You are a fussy eater, Beverly said to Daniel. That's right. You want to make something of it? No, I certainly don't, Beverly said to him. We have to go now. We are going to see Superman. Oh, have a good time. I wonder if anybody ever went into the gallery beside us. us. I'd never seen a customer in there. Outside, a line had formed in front of the movie theater. As we were walking to the end of it, I spotted Joan McFadden. She was with Sharon, who's always looking to the ground or the sky, and Elaine, who likes to punch guys in the stomach. I guess Joanne spotted me too, because she called, Peter! And waved me over to her. Give me your money, I will buy your tickets, she said. That way you won't have to stand at the end of the line. Mom had given me the enough to treat Alex, Jimmy and Daniel. So I passed the beauty to Joanne and stood right behind her. When the wind blew, her hair hit my face and I didn't move, even though it tickled my nose. Well, Elaine said, after we had our tickets, aren't you going to introduce us to him? She nodded in Jim's direction. Oh, sure. Jim, meet Elaine, Cheryl and Joanne. Jimmy looked at Cheryl for a long time. Cheryl looked at the sky. I'm Daniel Munhan, the, the little Daniel said. I'm six. I live in 432 Vine Street. That's nice. And who are you? She asked to Fudge. Fudgy Hatcher. Your little brother? John asked me. Uh-huh. I never knew you had such an adorable little brother. John had never said so many words to me at once. Fudge smiled. Adorable. That's me. And I'm Daniel Munhum. I'm six. Oh, we know. You want to make something of it? Daniel asked in his best tough guy voice. Yeah, Elaine said. Put it up. She made two fists and held them to Daniel's nose. Daniel started to cry. Don't eat me. Please don't eat me. I'm only six. He covered his face with his hands. I'm not going to hit you, you doof. I only hit guys my own age. Right, Alex? And with that, she belted Alex in the gut. Cut it out, you! Alex shouted a lot of words at Elaine. Daniel jumped up and down, singing. He said the A word. He said the A word. Shut up, Elaine said to Daniel, or I will slug you. You promised you wouldn't, and I'm only six, remember? Uh, why don't you walk it out? Sharon said, looking at the ground. We went inside and stopped at the candy counter to buy popcorn and cokes. 
Then we found seats for the kindergarten babies, got them settled and crossed over the other side of the theater, where we found a named row for the six of us. Alex went in first, then Jimmy, then me, then Joanne, Cheryl and Elaine. I wonder if Joanne had planned to sit next to me. The same way I had planned to sit next to her. When the picture started, Joanne offered me some of her popcorn. And when I reached into the cartoon, our fingers touched. Then I offered her some of mine. So our fingers touched again. So that time my fingers were covered with grease. But who cared? I began to relax, concentrating more on sitting next to Joanne than on the movie. But maybe that was because I'd already seen it. Then right when Superman was about to kiss Louis Lane, I felt something icy cold slither down my back and I let out a yelp. Budge was hanging over the back of my seat with a handful of ice cups from his coke. Hi, Peter. You little... But there was no way I could catch him. He was already racing up the aisle. Here, Joanne said, handing me a Kleenex. Could you do it? I asked. I don't think I can reach all the way down my back. Joanne mopped off my neck and then my back. And when she'd finished, she put her hand close to mine. And the next thing I knew we were holding hands. Hers was soft, but cold. When the movie ended, Joanne, Cheryl and Elaine walked home in one direction. And we walked home in the other. So, what's it like to be in love? Alex asked me. What are you talking about? I said. What are you talking about? Alex mimicked. So, when is the wedding? Jimmy Fargo asked me. Ah, cut it out, will you? I said. By the time we got home, Alex and Jimmy were talking and laughing as if they had been friends for about a hundred years, and I felt left out. Daddy had cooked a big pot of spaghetti, and Daniel was eyeing it until Mom told him how many onions had gone into the sauce. Not only that, but Mom had fixed a bowl of peas as a side dish. And that was funny, because we never have anything with spaghetti but bread and salad. I don't eat anything with onions, and I don't eat peas either. What else do you have? Daniel asked. Nothing, Mum told him. Then I guess I go home for supper, Daniel said. I thought I saw Mum smiling. After supper, Alex went home to get his sleeping bag, and he and Jimmy both slept on the floor in my room. I wonder why I didn't feel better about the two of them being friends. Just because they liked each other didn't mean they didn't like me, but I had a hard time convincing myself.
for the next week fudge walked around talking to himself to most people he's fudge hatcher a regular boy only his trusty man aboard his friend daniel know the trough faster than a speeding bullet more powerful than a locomotive Ta -ta -ta. one morning he asked me something do you remember when I was born in Pita? Yes. Did I really grow inside of mommy? Yes. Oh. Why? Because if I did grow inside of mommy, then I can't be from another planet. Take it from me. You are definitely from Earth. A few days later, Daniel told Fudge that he had been adopted as a baby. So Daniel might be from another planet. Yeah, I thought, that would explain a lot. And he might even be able to fly. Don't count on it, Fudge. Daniel is my best friend. If it turns out he's from another planet, he's going to take me there to visit. Swell, don't hurry back. You are just jealous because you don't have a friend who can fly. I don't even have a friend from another planet. Too bad for you, Pita. And he took off flapping his arms and calling, it's a bird, it's a plane.